Ladies and gentlemen, get ready to sink your fangs into a hilarious, intoxicating episode of the Adult Beverage Film Podcast. Tonight, we bring you a special guest who is wild and unpredictable as a vampire on a caffeine rush. Joining us is none other than the one and only Jonathan Bedford, an actor out of Atlanta, here to chat about the fantastically hilarious film Renfield. So grab your favorite drink, sit back, and prepare to be whisked away to a world where vampires are funny, sidekicks are certifiably insane, and Nicolas Cage reigns supreme. It's time to sink your teeth into a wild and wonderful world of Renfield with one and only Nicolas Cage. Cheers. Welcome to this week's episode of Adult Beverage Film Podcast. Listen to our hosts talk about your favorite movies. You never know what you're going to get. And discuss new films with our mystery guests from all over the world. Our guests speak freely about their experiences as directors. That's a wrap, everybody. Writers, producers, actors, or whatever contribution they have in the film industry. This is Adult Beverage Film Podcast. Welcome back to another great episode of Adult Beverage Film Podcast. We are here tonight to talk about what are we here to talk about? Renfield. I don't even know. <laughs> it's been a while. Thanks, <laughs> I forgot what I watched yesterday. Appreciate it. <laughs> you, um, you are the most up to date on it, so we're going to be uh, counting on you to remember all the things. Well, Patrick watched it like a year or two ago, I think. <laughs> I watched it last year sometime. Yeah. I think I wrote it. Yeah, I think you did. It was good. I was in the pre-production meeting. It's funny. All right. 1897. <laughs> he was in the pre-production on the book, actually. Brandon and I sat around saying, what can we write about? Let's write about some jackass who sucks on people's necks. <laughs> Don't get excited, Laura. <laughs> I can't help it, man. Hey, it, we we have a voice we haven't heard in a long time, man. If, if you've been following the podcast for a while, you may remember that voice back from episode one, Hello. first ever. Um, and he did such a great job. We waited seven years to bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> the time had to be right. <laughs> You know, so, like, yes, yeah, so this is, this is our, our good friend, guess. Jonathan. Uh, back, back to me. Welcome Jonathan. to the show, Jonathan Woo! Bedford. Wait, Hello. I don't know where we were going with that. We were going full name. Thanks, you want to say where he lives, too? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Out of Atlanta. Address, an actor out of Atlanta. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's right. You can you can look him up on uh, IMDb. Not a big deal. Oh, nice. Nice. Oh, Excellent. Got to make that to us, too. We didn't even know that. Hey, that and sometimes <laughs> it goes by Mary, too. So it's all good, like on this show. <laughs> Mary, Mary, you're on my you mind. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, so join us next week. That's it. Another short version. We mentioned the name of the movie. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so, so Renfield... Um, what everybody you think get, about it? I guess we're going to introduce everyone, Squeaker. Oh, are you just going to? Well, I was going to do it on pud. the introduction. So, Patrick, our good friend Patrick, what did you think about Renfield? Oh, uh, I liked it. I thought it was very entertaining. It's uh, not a great movie, but it's entertaining. I'll watch it again, definitely. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Cage was fun, over the top. Nick Cage, typical action. Nicholas Holt was typical Nicholas Holt. 
sweet. Good times. Good Super times. sweet. Yeah. He's very sweet. He's like he was sweet like he was in warm bodies. <laughs> exactly. Exactly yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. yes. He Not- plays a zombie nicely. He plays uh what is technically Renfield the character? A he's baby like a, vampire? A, he's like an assistant. He's a yeah. he's a, a familiar. A familiar, there you go. A familiar. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's the familiar of he was, familiars. He was yeah. much nicer than he was in skins. That's that's for sure. Oh god, yeah. Was, <laughs> he was such a douche in skins. He was, now he's yeah. like, oh, and he's in the great. Now available on Hulu. Hulu keeps great. telling me they've got it. I've I haven't watched it yet. It's good. It. It's good. It's fun. It's uh, next. Next up. All right, Ken Smith. What? what do What's you think? going on? Yeah. This is nice to be in this role where I can sit back and uh, drink an adult beverage cocktail and. Uh, and like you weren't doing that out. anyway. Oh, oh, that's right. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know my thoughts on it. Um, I, I think it's a two sleep type movie. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, quick, it's quick impression of Kent during the movie. <laughs> uh, More like really, Remfield. <laughs> it really felt like. Two different- <laughs> wow, that was that was nice good. Nice dad joke. Good uh, job. Steve. Yeah. It felt. I thought it, you said rim, yeah. and that was wow. something different. In my of course, mind. you did, Patrick. Oh, Kent, you had, you had thoughts. <laughs> I did. I, you know, it felt like a two different movies uh, crammed together to me. Uh, and, uh, you know, anyway, we'll get into more details about that. I'll leave it at that for right now. Yeah, I'm interested in hearing mm-hmm. what two movies. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Laura, Laura Truman Gardner. Uh, is, is, that what, is that what my name is? What? I mean, I don't know. I, that's um, what, that's what, it, that's what it says? <laughs> yeah. Weird. Um, I thought it was great. I really had a good time. It's not going to win any, you know oscars or anything but it was really fun and i would see it again i i would buy it not for 25 dollars like they want me to what would you pay laura i would pay i would pay i would pay 9.99 i would pay 4.99 oh i would go rather pay that 4.99 also 4.99 Oh, to go see it at the theater. Right. We did pay that. Already. Yeah. And and we don't get a copy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Squeaker, what did you think about this uh, classic? You know, I I don't think it's a good movie, but I also don't think it's a bad movie. I think it's just kind of, I think there's a lot to like, but I I just don't think they executed (laughs) it all that well. Wow. Okay. This it was, was a rare moment for Squeaker, guys. Let's uh, fun celebrate. Times. Yeah. Get, wasn't, this know. is a rare moment. You went straight down the middle with no <laughs> yeah. opinion. Yeah. Really well, well, yeah. Slow okay. clap. Slow yeah. clap for Squeaker. Slow clap. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> yeah. being down the middle is like positive yeah. for me, though, Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so Squeaker, what's your uh, what's your opinion? I, yeah, uh, so it's what's your it was a movie, okay? She told us she didn't have one. But now, he didn't hate it. It cool. was a movie. <laughs> it, it sure was. It was a movie. It is a movie. It still yeah, is y'all. a movie. Yeah. That's true. Well, in my world, it was. It, I'm never going back to it. So. I don't know what you guys asked. I uh, no, no amount of money. You're yeah. going to pay no amount of money to see that. If it was available for 99 cents, <laughs> would you pay for it? Squeaker. No, Go. I don't think so. Really? But, you know. Really? Because it's probably going to be at the Dollar Tree on Blu-ray. 
<laughs> that's where I get a lot of my good Blu-rays from the oh, That's a real thing. Guaranteed by Yeah. <laughs> like I wouldn't joke about that. I'm cheap. I thought you only would buy it on VHS. Well, some things don't come on VHS. La- Laserdisc. <laughs> this one might. They still right. have those. Laserdisc. Yes. Laser um, that's true. We so, do have a lot of those. Yeah. Now, a word from one of our sponsors. Bring home 80 for Brady on Blu-ray today. Lillian Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno, and Sally Field star as four best friends who can go on an unforgettable journey to see their hero, Tom Brady play in the Super Bowl 51 in this hilarious comedy about living life to the fullest no matter your age directed by Kyle Marvin buy 80 for Brady on Blu-ray and get laugh out loud bonus content rated PG-13 from Paramount Pictures and now back to the show I enjoyed the film it was uh I don't know there were a lot I'm a big horror Mm. fan so in terms of that aspect, there were some really fun moments. Um, it was very uh, slapstick, but I felt like there were a lot of moments where they were trying too hard to be funny, and it wasn't. So there was a lot of that going on. Um, I loved Nick Cage as Dracula, even though at times it was like he was doing this weird accent, which I was okay with, until he snapped back into his like full-on Nick Cage voice in the middle of it. So that, that kind of twisted me up a little bit. It was a little confusing. But um, but fun and enjoyable all around. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. If how like I'm the one who that one. How much would, would you pay? Six, how much would you pay? Six dollars. <laughs> six out of ten. You, you pay, pay first time you've ever been down the middle. We asked you first. How much would I pay for it? How much would I pay for it? Well, I did pay twenty-five dollars to watch it. So. Um, I wouldn't. Pay so, that I, I think there's some things about it. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's not a bad it. film. It's just, you know, anytime I'm, I'm such, I personally am such a huge Dracula Frankenstein fan from old school. And that's what got me into really horror films in the beginning was watching these great classic horror films. And, uh, to me, I thought Nicolas Cage did a great job. I was entertained when he was on the screen. I'll be honest, I was not entertained when he was not on the screen. And that was the problem. I felt so disconnected with the other characters. I didn't care about them. I didn't have any any heart for them. I didn't they put me to sleep. So you didn't when, care about the title character. I did not. I did not care about his character. I didn't like the, his portrayal of the character. I thought it, he was trying too hard in the acting side. And I think he's a great actor. I just think he tr- was trying, came off as trying too hard to be semi-funny and semi... And that I didn't relate. And Aquafina, I didn't relate to her character in any way. I thought it was too... She was separate. a very weird call casting yeah. Aquafina. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can we, understand the diversity push, but it was kind of like, you, you just don't feel... And I love her as an actress. I think she's great. I just didn't think she's she is powerful I, uh, enough. If they were gonna, if they had decided they wanted an Asian actor to play the role, I wish they'd gone a little bit older, a little bit more, what like wiser. But I guess if it's love interest for Renfield, but he's freaking hundreds of years old. 
Right. Yeah, but it doesn't look hundreds of years old, and so Does that's what it? you're dealing with. Yeah, but well, Aquafina... Neither does Patrick, so we can understand that. Oh, fuck you, kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm definitely not... I'm not an Aquafina hater by any means, but I couldn't stand her in this. Um, there were moments where she just fell flat. I couldn't oh, stand yeah. the character arc yeah. of her and her pushed. sister. I thought that was like so cheese ball. It was bad. Yeah, it was so pushed. And the other <laughs> sister was coming in like we're on days That's of a our soap lives. opera for those Meanwhile, of you listening. Spoofy, this spoofy Nick Cage Dracula film. And she's coming in like, <laughs> we need to make up. I'm so sorry. And then Aquafina's like, yeah. I gotta go to work because I'm a cop. And then she was doing all this like stereotypical cop shit the whole film, and I was just like, <laughs> I don't know, so none of it made. You sense. make a good point though. It's uh, like a lot of these movies anyways, feel yeah, like I they have was, to add these extra story levels. There, I went to see people get ripped up to see Nicolas Cage over the top, and to see Nicholas Holt just kind of like, oh, I'm Renfield, and I want to be a good guy. I didn't want all this secondary like uh, nighttime soap opera type of. Shiza. Yeah. So, that you're just like, I don't care about this part. But here's what I think. So this is kind of where I, yeah, exactly. when I said at the beginning, like there were things to like, but things not to. I think the writing was just terrible. Like I thought the dialogue was terrible. I thought there was like so many cliche, like contrived plot points. I think everything else, like if you could have written a better story for Nicolas Cage and Nicholas Holt actually like carry, it would have been much better. I thought the writing just really did a disservice to the whole movie. That's a, that's a good point. And I think yeah. I, I, when I, like I said, when I first came on and talked about this is I felt like there was two separate stories. So you had this whole Renfield story, right. That you're trying to pitch in Dracula and the whole aspect. And then you have this whole, you know, trying to figure out things are happening because his da her dad did this stuff and they were just so separate. And the mob and trying to impress yeah. his Yeah, and I didn't and care about it. It was all yeah. stupid. Yeah. Well, you needed the mob yeah. because we needed a lot of people to kill. Yeah. And that fit into this, what I guess you would call the story. And nothing beats that guy's face getting ripped off. That was freaking awesome. Well, <laughs> there was, I will say, there, <laughs> it was the action was, the action yeah, was, was awesome. fine. I, it didn't bother me. I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't, you know, in awake. all of it, but yeah, I was sleeping through that. But you I mean, awake, but, I watched it. That didn't bother me. It was the other points where you just started into this complete, slow, boring story that I don't care about. And there was nothing there with, from the standpoint of the actors that made me care about it. And it, and when it happens like that, it's, it really becomes, uh, I, I think this was probably, and I, I don't know if you guys read anything about this, but this was actually, they pitched this early and then right around the mummy didn't have such a big success that it kind of got dropped out and didn't make it. So they were, they were going to make this early and it was going to be more on the horror side. And then when they re when, um, um, uh, Kirk, Kirk, on, um, I'm drawing a blank. I should know his name. Uh, yeah. When he pitched it again, the second time he then turned it as a comedy and that's what this became is that comedy horror kind of thing. And it just missed on it, you know, and horror, when you're in, in horror, horror can and comedy go together, right? It's a thing because it gives you a chance to breathe. You can have those moments to breathe. But in this case, they were so boring that you didn't really breathe. You actually fell asleep. And at least in my case, I literally was ready to, 
to sleep the whole thing through. Um, you know, and, and it just didn't have the, the ump that it could have, in my opinion, with the horror comedy aspect of it. And you know, they've mis- mishandled, they've obviously wanted to, uh, revisit the whole universal monsters experience for our age. And they've just so horribly have mishandled it all along that it's just, just fucking make a good movie. Let's yeah, start, I mean, let's start at the basic part, make a fucking good movie with the monsters in it. And like you said, do you remember uh, my favorite Frankenstein movie is bride of Frankenstein. It's great. And you had that gypsy. Well, she wasn't a gypsy woman. She was like the house. Uh, she was like the maid, I guess of the, of, Baron Frankenstein's house, and she had a funny voice, and she said funny shit, and Frankenstein's monster would appear, and she would go, oh, and pass out, and that was like enough comedy for that, and then he would toss a kid in the water. (laughs) Who doesn't like that? (laughs) (laughs) I think I think you see a lot of that when you look at when you look at classic horror films. You see a lot of that kind of uh, subtle comic relief. You know, like uh, you think of Poltergeist, right? And Lorraine. That's Warren. the real lady. Uh, I think that was <laughs> the, yeah, lady. you're talking about uh, Zelda Rubenstein. Did you just go conjuring on us? That documentary. Yeah, he did. Just conjured on us. Right, right. Cliff right, notes right, really right. work. But the, but the lady who was like uh, the older lady in the in the film. She gave like a funny vibe in that essence in the most serious moments, and it kind of cut cut the. Room but you there. still dug her. You still uh, so she was as, she was a fun character, and like you could. Well, and I don't know if she was intended to be comic relief. That's just the way that Zelda Rubenstein is. Like yeah, yeah. she's two feet tall, you know, and she's got a little tiny yeah. voice, and you know. Mm-hmm. No, but she had some funny lines. Like uh, she did. You're she right. Did. You go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like in the in the middle of chaos, there's like this. Tell her to go ahead and lie. And she's the <laughs> voice of wisdom in the movie too. So, I, I feel yeah. like there were just a, a lot of moments in this where they were like teeing you up for a really funny line, and it was just not funny at all. Like, I don't think it wasn't a funny movie. That's the thing about it being a comedy. There was not any real. Y'all are making me feel bad that I that I enjoyed it and had a good time. Oh no, I still enjoyed it. I still enjoyed it. Talk about the. I I know me and Patrick went to see it, and uh, so together. And you know, there was people in the back of the room that were uh, laughing. You know, through the thing, and they enjoyed it. Of course, they probably smoked, you know, four pounds of weed, and they were definitely. Hey, there's nothing wrong with smoking four pounds of weed. Not talking about any problems or or one or whatever. We're not judging (laughs) because they enjoyed their film more than I did. But I think that's the thing is, and and I, I I'd like to see it again. And come at it with a different perspective because and awake and and, and well no no not necessarily you have to be awake to do this this is a new society we're living in <laughs> so um, <laughs> are you subliminally watching these movies <laughs> what I'm saying is if you come at it with a different approach like I came at it from the classic standpoint of Dracula looking at this story of Dracula and the great oh, you came Dra- in on the wrong road <laughs> and the wrong and and the whole thing and like what I thought Robert Kirkman was going to do and like with this story, but obviously he didn't write it. He just created the concept and this other guy wrote it. Um, and, uh, but what I, I came in with that perspective, I think it would be interesting to go back and watch it again and take Laura, your approach to it of looking at it just from the comical standpoint, you know, and I think it would be better and I would enjoy it more mm-hmm. from that perspective. 
Well, and I'm coming down the road from um, what we do in the shadows, the movie and the TV show, where it's been nothing but comedy with little bits of horror and violence thrown in. And their version of Renfield is soft and and nice and sweet and loving. And so, like, that's what I expected. I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be what we do in the shadows. I'm going to get Guillermo and... It's going to be super fun and it's going to be super sweet. And it it didn't deliver that because it's not Taika Waititi and it's not the mockumentary. It's not the same thing, but it kind of had that same vibe to it. Now, well, the, funniest, you- oh, the funniest things happen, like I wasn't expecting any lines to land as really funny squeaker, but the funny things I thought were like him getting an apartment and like decorating the apartment. A hundred percent. His gap clothing and stuff like that i thought that was hysterical because he's soft sweaters the production sweaters soft sweaters the Mm. production design the costumes all of that were beautiful through this the whole new orleans atmosphere of watching it the visuals you know visual aspects of it they shot in this old hospital you know that was condemned from you know um uh Katrina. And so, you know, it, it had this really cool feel and look and everything, you know, it, it, at that part of it, if you judge it on that part, I would give this a, you know, an, an eight on the scale of 10, you know, without the story, just, just without watching the story, a, a silent right. movie. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the way it should have been done. A silent Nicholas movie. Cage can carry a silent movie. I yeah. will. I, yes. A hundred percent. Yes. How many, lines, how many lines did he have in Willie's Wonderland? None. None. Well, wait. Did he say one thing? He said one thing at the end, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But I don't remember what it was. Because the rest of it was fun. I want to go back to Laura. Um, So I haven't seen What We Do in the Shadows, but a lot of what I read about this movie, you know, brought that up. Who did it better? Do you think that's a more clever, better written show movie? Well, what do you want me to compare? Like, you want me to compare Renfield to that, to What We Do in the Shadows? Because there's no comparison. Like the whole what vibe. we do, like do you think the, they do the whole vamp- comedy horror vampire thing better? Well, I mo- think what we do in the shadows does it best. Yeah, right. I think they do the vampire horror comedy better than I've ever seen it anywhere. Better than Abbott and Costello because that was that is fun. That is fun. Yeah. I'm not gonna deny that, but yeah, better than that. <gasps> and I think this 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 is like. It wants to be an homage to vampire comedy and it wants to give you something new too, like you saw in What We Do in the Shadows, but it just doesn't have it all figured out yet. Like they needed some real fine tuning and I can see that now. I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy it, but I can see that now. I enjoyed group therapy a lot. All the people in group. Oh, yes, definitely. (laughs) Yeah. I love when Dracula showed up to that. That was yeah, that, that was maybe that was my favorite. That whole thing was good, and was I enjoyed that, that part moment. of it. I thought that that was like more like the old school, what we think of. And it's actually it was a it paid back to the uh, the one of the original uh, Dracula. So uh, that scene where he kind of you know floats there. So I tell you another little funny part was um, when they're at his apartment, Renfield's <laughs> new apartment, and Dracula's already inside, and Renfield Renfield comes back. Renfield comes back and he's like, looks back at the welcome mat. What the, what the, 
And then he's like, <laughs> welcome. Come well, on welcome, in. So I that was classic. Like, I, thought was kind of kind of like, I thought that was kind of brilliant. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. Comedy. It was so, it was so stupid. Cause you know, that process, I wish they would have had a little like two second flashback process of him being at like yep. home goods or somewhere and holding up a rug. That would have been oh, great. That would have been great. Then, you know? Yeah. But anyhow, you, oh, I think that you. part of it was like solid yeah, yeah, yeah. because it had, <laughs> you know, everything you knew about the way you can get into the house with Dracula and it just sort of fast forwarded right into it, you know, into the story. And that, that was some great writing. Maybe one of the few moments that we had that, but it was still, you know, it was great. That was a good, good aspect to it. So, but did anyone, is this a movie anyone goes into going like, I I think this might be the next Sophie's choice. (laughs) I mean, you go, it's Nicolas Cage chewing up scenery and stuff. And we got that. So, I mean, I was entertained. I wasn't, Expecting, I call them Saturday afternoon movies where mm-hmm. you just like your brain can take a little vacation and you don't have to feel too much, which is why those Aquafita sister scenes really didn't work. It's like you're in the wrong movie. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, why? Oh, yeah. They, they don't know do Hallmark. Like Hallmark, uh, you know. Uh, frankly, I forgot about that part. Like small, the whole yeah. sister part. Like Meanwhile, I was like, I what are y'all talking about? What? That's it's been a while since so- I saw it. <laughs> Laura, you remember the things you like. That's why. Oh, oh, right. You do. No, that's a good thing. Now, a word from one of our sponsors. Get ready for an adrenaline-packed ride with Snag. Now streaming on Redbox On Demand. The gritty modern-day fairy tale follows a lone wolf who must rescue the love of his life from a dangerous criminal mob. With heart-pumping action and intense suspense, Snag will keep you on the edge of your seat from beginning to end. Don't miss out on this must-see movie. Stream Snag instantly on Redbox Today. Rated R from Paramount Pictures. And now back to the show. All right, so we we talked a little bit earlier about the mob story. What did you guys think about, and girl, what did you guys think about uh, Ben Schwartz? He was was amusing. He uh, he was goofy, ridiculous, slapsticky. I think it, it if, if slapsticky, <laughs> was sticky and sticky. a little flappy. Like a um, he 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 certainly did fill a role. Dirty. Mm-hmm. What was that? Oh, Ted Ted Lobo. That was his name, right? What which, what do we what do we know him from? Oh, Parks uh, and Rec. Yeah. Well, he was in Which Parks I didn't and Rec, watch. He was also in um, watch that. Showtime Show. Oh, um, yeah. What was, uh, uh, House of Lies. Yeah, I like Guardian. that show. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was really good in that. And he's, I really like him as an actor. I think he's a good actor. I just don't think he, usually he's more in a comical mode because he is great. I've, I've photographed him and he's great. Comic stand up can just throw it at you and you can throw it at him and he'll throw it right back. He's, um, <laughs> well, you know, there's an art, art to it, right? You know, you can have conversation and he can, he can ad lib. So I just don't think they use that, that aspect of him in this. I think he tried, they tried to make him too serious a role. And I just don't think that was something. Really? He, oh, I, I didn't feel that at all. Yeah. At all. I thought it was well, like way too over the top. Like, yeah, they, I kind of felt he was a little bit sillier than the rest of the movie almost. Uh, yeah. yes. yes. Well, he is. And, but that's, that's his, that's his theme, right? 
I know. feel like that's his. Yeah. That's his. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Every movie. Right. So like, there's there's like two different types of actors when you look at them. I feel like there's the chameleon and then the person that's like always the fucking same. And this guy was the exact same in this as he's been on everything I've ever well, seen him in the- before. So. I don't know. He didn't really do it for me in this, to be honest. Um, they needed his they needed his mother figure in she was good. to play the like crime boss. Yeah, because I just wasn't. I mean, it, I know. Yeah, she was great. I thought she was fine. Um, I just thought he came across as like a little too, uh, you know, which I guess is what he was supposed to, but a little too much. Like, yeah, I mean, that uh, was the, that was the role. Like, he's the. But, I'm just, but what kind of mob was it? Here. Well, let's let's. Let's what, talk. Uh, is that a, is that a, a mob? It wasn't like Italians because he didn't come Farmer out as Italian. Like I would have liked to see Italians. Yeah, you know Italians. Italians. You know, it just felt really weird. I was like, what are I they the say mob it was the Jewish mob because it's Ben Schwartz and he's yeah. obviously very he's Jewish. He's obviously Jewish, but the mother, I was like, I'm not sure. Not, she could, it, I mean, she. I thought it would be cool if she was from the old world, you know? So I actually kind of got vampire vibes from her. Like, I was half expecting Mm -hmm. at the end that we were going to find out that, like, Dracula's known her for centuries and she was, like, also a, you know, kind of like undead because they even, like, made her a point to say that she had been running that town or that whole, like, mob for, like, so long. Mm hmm. I think that would have been lead up for a sequel there which would have made sense if she was from the old world rather Mm -hmm. than the ambiguous mob yeah yeah. from mob town Mm -hmm. she definitely had the most bass in her voice too (laughs) she's really good i've seen her in other stuff she is always very like she's a very commanding presence like she definitely commands your attention she could be a character in a john wick movie Mm -hmm. definitely definitely well, let's talk. Let's talk about something that I think could tie into some of this totally. with with uh, totally um, the characters and how it's portrayed. I mean, do you think that the director got the comedy out of the actors? I think they were pushing a lot of it. I really do, man. Especially again, I bring up Aquafina. Um, there's the one scene where her and her sister kind of have that moment, and then she walks down. I don't know if she's in a police station or she's in a uh, some kind of hallway and she goes to leave and you can tell she's like doing that thing where she like she looks back and forth and then she looks back and then she like keeps going and does it again and it was trying to get that like comedic timing down but none of it worked yeah. so i was just kind of like painfully I've... watching this person make an ass of herself walking down this hallway didn't do it didn't do it and then um ben schwartz ben schwartz ben schwartz, uh, talking about him. schwartz. What's he, uh, the actor we were just talking about yeah, Ben Schwartz. So Ben Schwartz reminds me of a Toontown, Roger Rabbit, Roger Rabbit, a Toontown version of Andrew Garfield. He's literally a spitting image of All day? Toontown, All day? Andrew wow, it's a Garfield. long movie. That's what he gave me in this film. The yeah, version I, I saw was 90 minutes. Yeah. All day. You were going to get <laughs> your $25 worth. I'm <laughs> sure. Over yeah. and over again. <laughs> I feel like one of the problems was that they knew it was supposed to be a comedy, but since the comedy wasn't on the page, they were trying to do some stuff that just wasn't working. And the comedy comedy I think is best when you play it serious, Yeah, but it's, it's built into the actual 
Yeah. But that's yeah. that has a lot to, that has a lot to do with the director and how he gets that out of you. And I think I think uh, Chris McKay missed on this side of it. I don't think he got the, especially with a guy like Ben Schwartz. I mean, he this guy can ad lib at, at the best of them, um, and he's good in those moments. And Aquafina is good in those moments when she's ad libbing and and breaking off character. It didn't look to me that it was, and maybe it was a situation where they were trying to stay so true to the script that they didn't have those moments that, you know, kind of stepped up, but it's also up to the director to say, Hey, stop right in the middle of this, you know, take a different approach. Let's come at it, throw something else in there. Feel, you know, have a little, what do you feel here? If you feel something different out of it, then come out of it. Um, So I think he missed on it. And uh, I think he was great. Nicholas Cage, you know, because Nicolas Cage is Nicolas Cage, and you're not going to, you know, take him to a different direction. He knows what he wants to do. And you're going to get Vampire's Kiss, Nicolas Cage. If you yeah. tell him he's a vampire, he's going to give you that every time. And he was so good at working his fingers and stuff like on things and the way he was, you know, using his hands um, throughout the film. So I think that was good, you know, from that standpoint. I will say I, I kind of going into it. Nice fingering. <laughs> Thank you. So what do you guys think of? Uh, I was expecting one of my assets. Yeah, I, I was expecting him to be a little goofier. Like I thought when I knowing what kind of movie it was, I was like, oh, he's gonna play it like real silly. But he actually he was kind of still Dracula, like his version of it. Like of course he's just kind of like a funny guy in general, but he didn't try to play it too over the top, like silly. And I thought he might. Yeah, he was the most serious part of the movie. I thought. Yeah, I appreciated that though. I actually liked what he did with it, um, especially like early on, like when he got out of the opening, um, just the start of the film itself, when he gets burned, right? And then like him, him regrowing everything back. I, I like that that whole moment. Um, but yes. I tell you, that's the first vampire in history yes. I've seen more gum than teeth. He had the most, the most gums I've ever seen on a Dracula. Uh, and the teeth themselves, I mean, they look like some kind of well, uh, that's baby your doll hairbrush comb <laughs> or some shit. We don't, don't know, know about the baby weird, doll hairbrush. It's, like, it's well, the I don't baby. know, but all I want to say is I just came up with a concept for a movie so off of all this, so it's great. Um, you know, <laughs> He's telling me it's not about baby doll hairbrushes. No baby doll hairbrushes. <laughs> baby doll hairbrush That sounds like a character in a John Waters movie. Yes, hey, baby doll <laughs> hairbrush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like some chick missing teeth, and she's like a cheerleader, but she's but she's dressed in a baby doll like and she's outfit. missing a, and she's missing a leg. Yes, but she has a peg. Yeah, <laughs> try the new try the new Kellogg cereal. Comes free with a baby doll hairbrush. Um, and then I also thought, and I don't, I'm not like a you know, vampire historian. I don't know much about you're not the whole wait history of it. But I thought it was this funny. This whole that, podcast um, is a lie. <laughs> yeah, right? That's why you brought me in for the one hey, time we were going <laughs> to do a vampire movie. <laughs> um, I it's thought it was interesting, the fact that like certain blood tastes better to him than others. When he was like, I don't want the angry, like violent blood. I want the, I want the cheerleader blood and the, yeah. the nun blood. Like yeah. that part was pretty interesting. That, I like that. That was a good, you know, sort of analogy of yeah. how it tastes different, you know, the and I think they were trying to come out with some things like that, that were in, you know, and some that of them was were, funny. The busload of cheerleader yeah. thing where he walks by and he goes, Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so there were some situational things yeah. that were written yeah. in the script that were funny. If yeah. you know, just 
You just got to pick know. them out. You do. And you laugh do. at them. We probably Come on. need to watch it again. Yeah. And again. I would watch well, it again. Yeah. 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 You know, it's hard, to, it's hard to point fingers at like any one uh, entity within the film itself, mm-hmm. right? Like the acting, uh, the writing, uh, the directing. Uh, it was just kind of like middle of the pack all around. Uh, it definitely had like highs and lows. And what about the ogre guy that lost his head? When Renfield oh, knocked yeah. his head off, what, he was just that? like a hitman. I guess he was just like hiding his face. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I just assumed he was like this hitman that was well known for just like a hitting men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as hitmen do. I don't think there was anything beyond it, unless you wanted to write that story where the the mob mom is like you know from the old world and she has fucking a golem as a hit man but that wasn't the movie we watched no but it, but but this is a good this is a good movie you're talking about we could write well, it could, have been our, it could have been i frankenstein too you know mm-hmm. so, uh, I, I think i disagree that there's not one thing you can point at. i think you can point at the writing i think the acting could have been better with a better script i think the directing could have been better with a better script i think it all kind of starts there i think it was just a poor script Um, and you know that's where we'll be different because the idea for me is uh, you can give somebody a million dollars worth of writing but if they're a shit actor if it's a shit script good actors are still going to be shit and you have a good director to pull it through I don't think anyone's really a bad actor in this you can can, other than the side characters I mean you look at at some of like well, they uh, they weren't any bad acting. I don't. Well, I won't say like these. These were terrible actors. Yeah. I don't think that. But I think. I don't think there's anybody that you care uh, like. I, I care. I, there's nobody that I cared about except bad. for uh, Nicholas Cage's. You know, his Dracula. I cared for him. No, I think they were bad in this. I'm just saying in general. I don't think when you look at any of these people, you're saying <laughs> they are bad actors. I think in this they were. Yeah. Because I, I don't script. know, I could have been hypnotized by the hands of Nicolas <laughs> Cage during the screen, you know, when he's well, they are hypnotizing Look into my sure. eyes, look into my eyes. <laughs> and then, and then let's talk about the meat blocks yep. they turned them into. Meat at cubes. The end. What was that like? Meat those cubes? are uh, what was those that? are McDonald's chicken nuggets? Meat cubes, they turned them into like meat. <laughs> cubes. Same. Yeah. same, same thing. So I think probably one of the issues, I just noticed this now, there are three credited writers, and each one of them probably was writing a different script. Well, that could be because it's three, you know, this is the second version. So, you know, when you have a writer come on in the beginning and they write it, which was the more horror base, and then they modify it to try to make it to modern and, and sell it and pitch it as more of a comedy horror, you would end up having potentially three writers. Um, I don't know. Is, is uh, Robert Kirkman, who, by the way, is one of the nicest guys in the world and just a pleasure to work with. Suck is up. he credited as a writer? He really throws it I, back in photographs, by the way. Yeah. Has he, <laughs> has he, is he credited? Um, he is one of the credited writers. Yeah. So there's your three writers. Is he basically created the concept? The other two guys wrote and, so, so I know this has come up before in other movies before. So go back and listen to them. Find out which ones we're talking about. Yeah. Um, but 
you realize you didn't finish your sentence, right? Yeah, keep going. Keep going. It made some weird hand motions. It made some weird hand motions to me, like I was supposed to stop or something. Yeah, yeah. it was my it was my vampire mode. If we stopped every time Kent did something weird with his hands, we wouldn't yeah. have a podcast. We wouldn't even get four words into this thing. Yeah. We have an so, empty bottle of moisturizer. <laughs> It's come up before. Do you think this was all writing or do you think it was like the studio or an executive somewhere was like, we got to change this to make it more accessible or more like. Oh, isn't it, was, it always that though? It was all about the pitch. Okay. So they pitched it you know, originally the one way and it, then it got, when the mummy crashed and didn't do well, then this went down the toilet. And then, so then they redid this idea to pitch it again, and this is how they got picked up. And but Chris, Chris McKay, I think so. He's the he's the director. Correct? He's the director. Mm-hmm. He wanted it to be a direct sequel to Todd Browning's Dracula. Yeah, and you could see that in in Nicolas Cage's, you know stuff face and his makeup and, mm-hmm. and just he was he was closest I thought to the Bella Lugosi Dracula uh, out of this, but. That didn't happen. It wasn't a direct. I guess the studio once again had different plans for it. Mm-hmm. Now, was this ever meant to be part of that? You remember they're going to do the Mummy. They did a uh, the Dracula, the True Story. What was it? Dracula the was it the True Story or Dracula the one with uh, the guy from the Hobbit movies? You know, you know. Who I'm now. <laughs> the Hobbit movies. You the one that. Martin oh, Martin shit. Freeman? No, oh. no, the, he he didn't play a Hobbit. Oh. You know, let's <laughs> no, think about it and come back after this break. Fuck. So, Patrick, you were talking about a Hobbit a minute ago. I think. Jesus, God Almighty! No, <laughs> actor from the Hobbit movies. His name is Luke Evans. He's a human. Not everyone in the Hobbit's a Hobbit. There's like, Laura has a hard on for the elf guy. Um, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. From, from your movie, from the movie you love so much. Who uh, what's doesn't? That? What's that movie? That you, what's your favorite movie, Laura? My favorite movie is, uh, oh, 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 it's The Fall, and it must be Lee Pace because he yes, is a Lee, hot elf guy. Yeah. Lee, Lee Pace, <laughs> not a fucking Hobbit in The Hobbit. So, anyway, Luke Evans okay. is in uh, Dracula <laughs> Untold or Uncaring, or, oh, no, that was me. Yeah. Uh, it was just not a good version. I mean, Universal's fucked it up, and then they made The Mummy just bad. Thanks, Tom Cruise. The Wolfman wasn't good. They just keep, they fail all over the place. When the Frankenstein movies they, came out, like a bunch the of them came out. That was the, the one, one with uh, Benique Bright. Okay. Yeah, Not that good. wasn't good. Not good. Not good. No. Van Not Helsing, good. I think, was supposed to be part. You remember that Hugh Jackman movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Was, Not, good. Uh, Not good. Not good. Not good. Not good. Not so good. This, yeah. this is probably a dumb question because I feel like every movie is the answer to this is yes these days. But do you think they are setting up for a sequel? Mm. I don't think they'll go get it, even if they are setting up. Yeah, you for can one. set up for it, but when it. you uh, you cost you sixty five million, you <laughs> only made fifteen million. I think maybe somewhere in there. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah, it's not very good right now. The oh, numbers. Wow. Let's look at the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> it's our new segment. Let's look at the numbers. <laughs> Well, it's funny. I was just looking at box office mojo earlier. And let's see those numbers counting up. What movie are we talking about? Oh, Renfield? Yep. Yep. Right. Dracula Untold. Uh, <laughs> Dracula 
Nobody gives a shit. Seventeen million domestic, twenty-four worldwide. Yep, yeah, yeah. That's mm. not going to get you a uh, so twenty-four a, worldwide. A but ball. let's see how much they made it for. It might have been like ten bucks. You never know. Sixty sixty-five million. No. Oh yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's, that's not good. It was released over a month ago. If you guys would have read the cr- the call notes from this episode, you would have seen that. We get call notes. <laughs> oh shit! I didn't get my call notes. <laughs> I don't know what call <laughs> notes are. Anyway, so all right, so it probably won't get one. What if they like had made a sequel or do even? What would you like to see out of it? Like, what would is there a story you want to see? I just if I I would say the only thing that I would want to see is Nicolas Cage playing Dracula. Other than that, Renfield could be cut out of it. Uh, I, I want to see Nicolas Cage versus the the old mob lady because that could be an interesting twist. Yeah, I think I think Patrick has hit upon a great idea for a sequel, but we're not going to get it. Or just make um fucking make him the Dracula in the Universal things, and then just do what they did in the old days and go, uh, Dracula meets the the werewolf Dracula meets his aunt everybody <laughs> Dracula meets family diesel the good thing about this movie is that it's got me drinking tonight rogue spirits dead guy whiskey and I just want to say this is a very good find and wow but kicker it's uh, at, at the liquor store. And <laughs> that's ocean, crazy. That is crazy. This is great. Any it's, liquor it's, store? It's, it's ocean aged in oak barrels for at least two years. I mean, what more could you ask for? You I've know? heard about that. They they age it like out on on a boat at sea. And like the sloshing of the ocean makes it special. Hmm. That's why they call it dead guy whiskey. But it's It'll good. kill you. There you go. What else is everyone else drinking tonight? Uh, Squeaker, what you got on there? Squeaker's drinking dead uh, cream of some young guy. It's an Asian delicacy. It's- yeah. <laughs> I, I'm drinking whiskey, and I, I, when I poured it, I was like, I got to remember the name of this to talk about it, and I can't remember what it is. It's okay. a, something farms, maybe? I don't know. Bo- Boone's Farm? That's what, no. that's what happens after you finish half the bottle. Boots Farm whiskey. <laughs> Cheaper Gross. by the dozen. Laura, what you got going on over there in the cocktail aspect? Let's see. I've got a Victory Juicy Monkey Hazy Imperial IPA. Wow. It's like 9.5%. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Wow, with all that that description, the the lettering must have been really, really small to make it all the way down. It's actually pretty big. Look at the size of that. Look at my monkey. That's one juicy monkey. Look at that juicy monkey. Oh, uh, I think mine's called Chestnut Farms. I think that's it. Oh, okay. You're just making that shit up. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I saw a chestnut. No, it's yeah. like, it's <laughs> over in the corner of your. Why room. is there a chestnut <laughs> over in your your home? I, yeah, I keep them around. Chilling. Don't worry about it. He's got some squirrels running around in there somewhere. <laughs> have some mess, Jonathan. What are you drinking? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I wasn't, and then I found out I was supposed Tito's. to. Tito's! Right. 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 A bottle of Tito's yes. vodka. Oh, Drink right it. out of the bottle. Right out of the wow. Bottle. Damn. Man, that's hardcore. That's hardcore for a third Slow down. Year. That stuff's Ooh. not real it. Wow. Oh, God. Hot stuff. 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> and we're back. I'm ready to do more to, of this podcast. Uh, beverage Wait, film podcast. What's, what's Patrick drinking? The most Whoa. adult beverage of all. Aquafina. He's drinking Aquafina. Aquafina. Yeah, no one's drinking Aquafina tonight. <laughs> no, but we're sure trashing her. <laughs> I'm Get sorry, Aquafina. Aquafina. <laughs> I'm not sorry. You. I, you know. <laughs> it's true. No, and no, I'm glad honest, other people agree with me honest, because I mean I like doing crazy, 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 rich Asians. Um, I liked her in the Neighbors, the second Neighbors movie, yeah, like and I don't her. think most yeah. people would admit to totally watching like the second it. Neighbors movie. I did not. Uh, no. Fuck you. And and uh, I don't. I watch bad things. Oh, you would love it. It's fucking. It's bad and fun. It's fun bad. Yeah. Fun bad. Uh, but yeah, I'd li- I like her when she's playing a goofy younger not a cop in this movie role yeah that was weird it was yeah, yeah it was just i don't know i don't know somebody owed her that so kind of one <laughs> she, of the main she owed things. someone <laughs> you know it's all it's it's, it's the perspective relative. it's where yeah. your perspective's coming from and kind of going back to her performance and then some of the other things we've talked oh. about i just felt like maybe the tone was all wrong in the movie like I don't know if they didn't know what, what they wanted, but it just didn't always fit. Well, it's like somebody said, let's do a horror movie. What happens in the future with Renfield? And then somebody said, let's make it funny. And then someone said, I was watching this episode of This Is Us. And <laughs> <laughs> maybe we can incorporate the theme with a cop and her sister and just miscast them. Mm-hmm. They probably didn't say it in those words, but they were... Th- I would believe that though, if yeah. they said that that's how. Could it you happened. imagine if that was the the? <laughs> like, that's literally what happened. Oh my god, Pat! Like <laughs> yeah, sell us on your idea. Well, what if we took three ideas that don't mix well together and fuck them up? Throw them in a pot, stir them around. But we're gonna rip a guy's face off. Guaranteed. Something we haven't talked about: the action in the film. Did did you enjoy that part of it? Did you not? Absolutely. Yeah, that was fun. It worked. That worked, right? It had an Evil Dead feel to the the violence. It was was like it was horribly violent, but at the same time, you kind of laughed because you're like, "Oh, that was fucked up." The ripping of the arms off. Yeah, you know. Yeah. None of the characters seemed to care. They were like, like they just kind of went with it. They're like, and even the opening. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! You know, yeah. And even in the opening yeah, moments, where yeah, 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 we can <laughs> talk about, about anything, the whole fucking movie. Can we talk about? <laughs> we can talk about it. Okay, okay. Well, the idea is like, I mean, dude, how great with the the priest at the beginning? You know, with like Dracula kind of showing his power off. In the yeah, that's, that's a pretty awesome. Playback to the, the original Dracula. Him everywhere. I thought that was kick ass. The so original Dracula he entered a priest yeah. and blew him up. That's a different movie. That's a different movie. Yeah, that's not. We didn't. We didn't all see that one. Yeah, I did think the effects were good too. I like. I never looked at it and saw like, okay, that doesn't look real or that. Well, yeah. plus they really because so- I thought that through the whole movie was like it was like three hundred. Rise of the Spartans blood CGI. Oh well, yeah, over the everywhere. top. Sure, yeah. but I didn't like the. I'm trying to think like yeah. Nicholas Cage when at the beginning when he's going through that transition. Like I bought that that's what he would look like after his body had been charred, and it was like oh that yeah yeah, yeah. oh that was good. I'm talking about action blood. Yeah, okay. action blood was not. But Laura, I think it happened. I, it was obviously CG, but um, yeah. I think 
that the violence things just kind of happened so fast that it just gave you time to see, react, and then they moved on to something else. So it was kind of, it was just fun. Yeah, split second, fun. Like, I didn't care that it was all CGI, but it was obviously CGI. Yeah. I didn't really kill people, Laura. I mean... (laughs) Look, I need dead people in my in my <laughs> like real dead people. That's what I that's what I need. In your, in my, is that too much to ask? Uh, yeah, because it's called a yeah. snuff film. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, which reminds me, what was that? What was that Nicolas Cage movie? Eight millimeter, nine millimeter, eight. eight Vampire Kiss. Eight, eight millimeter. Eight, eight, eight millimeter. Yes, eight millimeter. Eight yes. millimeter, nine millimeter. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's probably a snuff that's film called that. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, that was a good movie. That was a dark movie. He wasn't that was. over the top. Of yeah. the, he wasn't really over top in the that movie. That I that's one. You know, of those let's just ones talk I'll about never, that movie instead. Never, never watch that again. Yeah. Never. Oh ever, my god, ever. that was nope. a hard one. Peter Stormare, yeah. Stormare, Stormare, Stormare. That was. I saw that in the theater. Woo. Eight millimeter. Eight millimeter, and it's about oh, wait, which, looking for somebody's daughter. I, is it not his daughter? No. He's like an investigator. He's an investigator. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. You're thinking of Wicker Man. No, that you're was not. really that was really good too. <laughs> the Edward Woodward, not the Nicolas Cage, but the Nicolas Cage one, super fun. Even yes. just for the bees. The bees. Love the bees. That's actually right. the only scene I've seen from that movie. Anyway, back to Renfield. You don't need to see well, it anymore. You've so seen we're that. talking about other movies. Are we ready to talk about what we've watched lately? Are we, are we done with Renfield? Do we want to wrap no. it up with a little we bow? Anything? We pretty much said all the elements were wrong, but Laura and I were entertained. <laughs> we were entertained. And 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 Jonathan all- paid like 25 bucks for it. So yeah. uh, I think. So, uh, so I think. Yeah, I was yeah. mildly entertained. So what you been watching? Everybody's been watching. What have you been watching during this time? I mean, you know, we watched Renfield, but let's. Uh, I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. Laura has been oh, dying shit. for this second. Yeah, she has been. All right. So I've been watching Jury Duty. It is Holy a new Shore? show. No, uh, I do have that one. I got that one. She said, I haven't been watching that. <laughs> um, There's a new show called Jury Duty on Freebie. And you can find this on the, the Freebie, Freebie app. Or you can go through Prime. Yeah, Amazon Prime hub has a Freebie hub. It is some of the funniest shit I have ever seen in my life. The the concept is ridiculous and hilarious. It's basically the Truman Show in a courtroom, and I'm not I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. I'm not going to say anymore. Like I want everybody to go sit down and watch it. It's eight short episodes, half, so fun. Half hour episodes. Half hour. Yep. All right, that's doable. And you got to deal with commercials because it's on freebie, but totally worth it. Deal breaker. So, so fun. Fuck you, Patrick. (laughs) And go watch Jerry Duty. So great. Really, it's like groundbreaking television. Yeah, I know. Jesus. That's 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 what I got. I I will watch. That's all you've watched. I'm obsessed with it. You've watched two hours of television over the last (laughs) month and a half since we've had our last podcast. It's it's four four hours and. I've watched it That's several times. Oh, so, no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> God, it's so good. You're the it, second person I've heard say that. It'll make you feel good deep down in your heart. That's 
probably not true. I got the joy, 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 joy down in in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. (laughs) Down in my heart. (laughs) Do you know what that song makes me think of? Do you know what that song makes me think of? Church. Frailty. Have you ever seen the movie Frailty? Oh, God, yes. And I'm sorry. He kept singing that, and he goes, you have to sing where? (laughs) I love that movie. Anyway, uh, anyone else have a free show they watch watch that they really (laughs) are impressed by? (laughs) Anyone been watching that Wheel of Fortune show? Hey, don't knock free shows. I, I live on free shows. Man. I hear you. I hear you. Squeaker, what have you been watching besides I always go to, porn? to like my IMDb yes. app just to see like things I've searched for because I assume like, you know, I'm probably going to search for it and watch it. And it's always just a list of random things that I had never watched that I just looked up <laughs> a, like a random actor. So it's not helping at all. But I do remember a few things I've watched. So um, the uh, you can tell this was this was a while back. I forgot to mention it before. Party Down. Anybody watch Party Down? Oh, love Party Down. Is this it, the new season? Yeah, it, it, so it ended about a month ago. No, I haven't ago. seen it. What is it? Um, but wasn't it on hiatus for like 10 years? Yeah. Hiatus, canceled. It was canceled. And oh, that's <laughs> Those back. first two seasons um, were so good. It's, yeah, one of my favorite it, shows ever. Surprisingly. Oh, not, not my show. Not <laughs> oh. my show. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of my favorites ever. And the third season was good. I mean, you know, to be expected, it's not like the same as the original. Well, they're all seasons, in wheelchairs. But, I mean, they're not that old. <laughs> Only Jane Lynch. I mean, oh, like, hey, sorry, Jane. <laughs> right. Family. Um, let's see. I've I went back and watched Lost again. I've been watching Lost. What? Really? Yeah. Let me just spoil it for you. Well, I've already seen it. I mean, I. I <laughs> Squeaker just watches the finale over and over again. <laughs> the finale sucks. <laughs> if, if if the finale was a person, I would joke it. <laughs> Um, and then another show I know Kent watches, and I think you may have even brought up maybe last episode was Dave. Oh, You've been yeah. keeping up with Dave. Oh yeah, man! Like it's so good, so good. It, it is good, yeah. And you know what? I don't, I don't love Dave all that much. I love all of the other characters. <laughs> what I like is Dave? Dave. He's so good. He's like uh, I love Gator. Train late, and Gator is the best. So um, I would run through a wall for Gator. Yeah. Gator is the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. It, it's Three a really of us have no idea what you're talking about. You need to watch it. <coughs> so it's some really original oh, writing yeah, and very geeky. out there and, and interesting. So where can we and find this? It's on uh, FX. FX. So Hulu has it. And then one other show that's a couple years old. Has anybody ever watched I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson on Netflix? It's a sketch show. Didn't you talk about that last time? I don't think I maybe I did. I don't know. That's all I talk about. Every everybody I see watching the same show over and over again. (laughs) I do that too. That's me. There's a reason though, because the third season comes out on May 30th. So I'm like preparing for the new season. It's really funny. It's it's so like wild and like doesn't make sense at times, but it's really funny. And where can we find that? That's on Netflix. Okay. I think you should ah Jonathan's favorite streaming platform. He knows of, all the things that are on Netflix. of all the BBC versions of Dracula. Yes. Speaking of we which. We've them all. <laughs> speaking of which, what have you been watching? Yes. Uh, Jonathan? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yes. So, oh, yes. I'm a fan of the show Barry on HBO. Yeah, I'm all over that right now. That's that's the one I can't oh, wait to see. My, uh, 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 it's like two episodes left, I think. Every Sunday. Hey, Dracula. Uh, no, I'm loving it, though. I like what they're doing with it. I feel like the writing is crazy. 
uh, for this this yeah. final season, which I'm sad to see it go, but I think it's time. Um, yeah. First first three seasons, kick ass. Fourth one, so far so good, and they're they're jumping around a lot, so it's interesting. And uh, yeah, I like that. You never right. know what the fuck's gonna happen, even though it's, you think you do most of the it's time. It's simple. So it's cool. It's in fun. the concept, it's just fun all but around. yet they really make like the that. characters so interesting that you fall in love with these characters and then you kind of want to you know see the story develop. So I think they've done a great job with it. And I think, I, I think he has done a great job at directing the episodes he's directed the writing. And uh, I mean, big shout out to him. So um, I don't think he listens to us. <laughs> hey, Mike, uh, hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Mike. pretty sure he doesn't. Maybe no. So, if you listen close, you can hear him. Listen. Right yeah. Um, he really has grown though as like you know performer actor director he's it's pretty impressive from where he started well you know where he really started out at and i'm gonna blow your mind with it he was blow it baby an editor shut the front door i heard that maybe that's how he started in this and then he developed and he just got in the right place and worked at it and got better and he wanted to be a director and moved to LA and that's when things started happening. So hold on. Really, are we talking about Bill Hader? So yeah, yep, that's what I, yep. uh, there's Saturday, a great, he was in New York Saturday night live for a little while. Yeah, yeah. 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 He jumped on it and that's where he got, got into it big. So it was going to hit that cause he landed and it was all because somebody saw his up comedy and that led to the Saturday night live. Uh, there's a great, um, on smartless, uh, a few podcasts I'd highly recommend. Um, there's a great interview with him on it. So, uh, it's worth just listening to that one alone. Um, so. And where can we find Barry? Is it on HBO? It's on yes. the HBO max, which will soon be rebranded as HBO max. max. Yeah. And, and so will, and it'll and be so a com- and so will our show. Our show will be called max. max. Yeah. Our show yes. is going to be called the super max. Yeah. Like the Bad prison. <laughs> Mm. Awesome. <laughs> Sorry. Super Max. Super Max. Yeah. Super Max sounds like it a is. Super Max. Family. Super Max. Family. You, Jonathan, you yeah. could definitely host a show on that show. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, First oh, time I met absolutely. Jonathan, he was wearing a flame retardant suit. Yeah. True story. No, it was it was That's because he's so high. No, because you were a stand-in for uh who? Who were you standing? Keith not Keith Gordon. Yeah. Oh, that's Dale yeah, Earnhardt Jr. Dale Earnhardt Jr. So funny. That is right. the first time Dale I met Jr. Look out. Max. That's when the love romance <laughs> broke out. <laughs> Fire retarded Bromance yeah. in blue. Brought yes. to you by NASCAR. <laughs> yes. Uh, Why are you shooting laser guns? I don't know. I like um, sound. It seemed right. So, um, speaking of HBO Max, I've been loving the Barry. Uh, love Barry. I've been watching. Uh, they got rid of my favorite show, Titans. DC Titans. I was, I was the one viewer. They got rid, they got of, rid of my favorite show, too. Doom Patrol? Yeah. Yeah, they got rid of that. So fuck mm. you. No love for you, HBO Max. Once Barry's <laughs> over, I'm going to watch that first and then reassess my... my. Uh, It'll probably be popping up on... Will they go, go to Disney? Why am All I going way. to Disney? Will they pick up and, and, and have them over on Disney? 
No. Is that what's possible? I mean, well, no, because Warner Brothers owns DC. And, yeah, uh, that's, true. that's true. Warner Brothers owns actual. the Max. The um, Max. I've also been watching, like many people, Ted Lasso, <laughs> which I fucking <laughs> love that show. Uh, movie wise, I saw a movie yeah. called Renfield that you should, I highly recommend. It's beautifully written. <laughs> the <laughs> acting was so good. Acted. I just saw on. Uh, on Jonathan's favorite streaming service, yeah. Netflix, I saw uh, a man named Otto. I heard good things about that. It's y'all um, tell me. I'm a little bit torn. Kent and I will have to have a discussion about this because we both saw a man called Ova and Uve. Uve, same difference. Yeah. Yeah. It is not the it's same. Danish. <laughs> he's Swedish. Uve will argue with you. Yeah, he's a, um, it's a Swedish fam. And it's weird because Sweet. Tom Hanks does not come off as a very grumpy man, but we're still it's a not at all. movie. No, you look at him and you go, oh, they're both you, really good. You go, but, weren't you Geppetto in that horrible version of Pinocchio? Yeah. Aren't you that no, fat guy from that, Elvis? Weren't right, you that, that terrible? I'm just, I'm just slamming Tom Hanks now. Let's <laughs> moving on. Uh, I was going to throw the Polar Express in there. Oh, right? and I watched uh, because. <laughs> Kent hooked us up. I watched, well, he didn't hook us up with uh, Scream 5 or Scream 2022, but I watched that, which was Scream fun. Six. And then he hooked us up with Scream 6. So I had to watch Scream 5 first. Was that necessary? Did you have to watch Scream 5 to watch Scream 6? <laughs> Actually, you do. You do. Do you? Wait. Which one? Which one? Together. One of the funniest yeah, films I've seen in the past that. year. <laughs> Which one? Scream six. The newest. It's hilarious. Oh, it was not great. Six. But, uh, oh, that's a. Was, wait, was, you thought that was funny, but you didn't so think Renfield was funny? Dude, there were me and Jonathan was, were just busting out laughing at that movie. I thought, I thought we laughing because it was bad. The problem. Yes. The problem. Oh, okay, is that okay. All right. It's much funnier when you're today. holding the guy's hand next to you and you're watching the movie. Ooh. Uh, I, yeah, I can vouch for that. Yeah. yeah. So, Ooh. I was holding Ooh. Patrick's hand. Uh, I would say, yeah. I, no I homo. Think... <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you oh, think of the cop? it's one of those. I got you, Jonathan. What do you think of the I cop, the dad, and uh, and uh, Scream Six? Oh my God, Dermot Moroni! What the fuck is right he like? He was terrible. Him. He was. Terrible. Oh, dude, he's in some really, really bad things. What's his yeah. deal? How did he, a, he how was did he in a little bit in the righteous yeah, gemstones uh, as a character. He's he'll What's do anything for money. Anything. What's the deal with Dermot Mulroney? What's the deal with Dermot Mulroney? He's he's he poor. was so over the top in it. And if you, did you guys have a chance to watch the behind the scenes with uh, oh. like the gag reel? Oh yeah, it's Dermot. all Dermot Mulroney oh, being okay, even yeah, more over over the top. He was terrible in until this. you're just like ooh. He was- <laughs> Kent's making that face like he's a close personal friend with Dermot Mulroney. So, uh, oh no, I haven't uh, seen he's it. In the next room. Oh, oh, oh. I, I do like him. He's Dermot, nice come on out. I do oh like no, that's Dylan McDermott. As a person, I like him as a person. He's a really nice guy. <laughs> there was just a lot but I have of, not like, seen this, so I don't. Acting going on, on his face, on and it just made it <laughs> he, hilarious. Yeah, that's all he's got. Just didn't fit. <laughs> he's got his face and. Laura, you're acting like he's a floating head. Yeah. He has a body. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, There's a lot of like I mean, screaming and just being loud just to like sell a line or something. <laughs> yeah, it was. Kind of, you kind of wish that Stu from the first movie, played by Matthew Lillard, would come back to life oh, and kill Stu. him in Scream 6. But it didn't happen. Yeah, then My parents are going to be so mad. <laughs> 
I did rewatch. I rewatched the first screen and it's fucking still brilliant. I think that was good. It's so good. Oh, holy shit. Squeaker liked a movie. I love, yeah, I what? Crazy. You like it? I mean, Squeaker liked a movie. Squeaker liked a movie. I remember going to watch that in theaters in 96 <laughs> or whenever the hell that came out. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, oh, you that's know, fucked I, up. I, I saw it with your sister, too. There's a chaperone on that field. <laughs> Me, too, dude. Your sister gets around. Mm. Oh, <laughs> 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 he was the sub on that day. Just DMS, uh, anyway, he's the, he's y'all the, were in kindergarten, the right? Substitute he's, teachers. he's been substituting since, since the 1700s. <laughs> if you look on that show, Little House on the Prairie, there's an episode yeah, where I'm substituting for the teacher in the barn. Somebody. <laughs> Somebody got to teach him. Is it? Is that the one and where the you spank Nelly Olsen? On the ropes. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I tell you, I, I know we're oh, all shit. over the place right now. Wow, but it's so I think this is starting to kick in now. Billy Loomis's <laughs> ghost has been in two films. Can we talk about that for a second? <laughs> two films were using Billy Loomis's ghost. His what? face. And his face in, in Scream 6, his face was so badly CG'd that I, I went like, what the fuck happened to, to Skeet Ulrich's <laughs> yeah, CG I, face? He's not dead. They could just get his face. They did. Well, they did in the fifth one. Yeah, he's and dead. it looked okay. I went, oh, he looks good for a pretend, like a CG'd <laughs> version of it. And then in part six, I went, oh, who fell asleep at the... CG the CG panel. wheel. <laughs> the, the CG wheel. <laughs> he looked fucked up. <laughs> and not in a scream kind of scary yeah, way. He was just fucked up. Like he felt a little bit bad for him. You're like, oh no. <laughs> and then can we talk about. Oh man. I don't, they don't, they don't, don't fucking know. Fiber of that damn franchise. Oh man, she was so scary. She, she just looks more and more like a <laughs> oh my god prop on the yeah. set these days. You know, it's just like Jesus. God, I mean, she'd be great as like a scarecrow <laughs> skeleton that you could just field. put up and well, that was one of the laugh out loud moments. Corny, sorry. We yeah. just lost another listener. She was faithful. <laughs> she was faithful too. She was. There's two things Courtney believed in, the Scream franchise and our <laughs> podcast. I, I'm really sorry that we lost Laura's mom on this situation. And, uh, <laughs> I think we've talked more about Scream 6 than we did Renfield. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's yeah. kind of fucking scary. Hey, huh? hey, well, everybody go out and see Scream, Scream 6. Six. Exactly. <laughs> now playing on office. Peacock. Is it on Peacock? Probably. 69. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, it had a huge franchise to get behind, though. Yeah, they did. A, they did a good job to keep making it. Unlike some episodes of other, <clears throat> up, or not episodes, yeah. but other. Uh, well said, Kent. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about us. Yeah. Well done, Kent's, Kent's making a point. I yeah, don't yeah, know yeah, what it yeah. is. I'm trying or to what say it's about. I, I want to get to like the Halloween yeah. aspects of where like. Some of these things have really just gone downhill. Oh, the fucking last three Halloween movies. What? Awful. We should have a Halloween like season where we just talk about. It's called a talk about. No, 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 no. Where we have an episode where we talk about like like horror movies that just suck. Oh, I am all for that. 
Mm-hmm. I'm there. Mm-hmm. You just tell me when. Mm-hmm. Manos. Mm-hmm. The hands of fate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, special guest Johnson loves Halloween. <laughs> So, um, look at his collection. You can't, you you can't you see it at home. But... No, no, no. Did I talk I about the movie Vengeance last time? I can't tell. Okay. Yeah. Uh, BJ Novak, he wrote it, directed <laughs> it's BJ. in it. Yeah. It's honestly really, really, really good. And I think you guys would, I think, Laura, you were going to love it. It's right Ooh, up your alley. Okay. The dialogue in it is great. Um, even John Mayer is in it. Uh, and well, does, John Mayer's in it. John Mayer. Told. Talk about somebody that I would have never thought of being an actor, and he does a great job in it. And uh, but BJ Novak, the dialogue is just so nice in the way it works in the story, and it's good. Um, yes. Thoroughly well, enjoyed it. Um, what's that called? Uh, Vengeance. That was all of him, huh? Written, directed, starred. Yeah, in. yeah. He wrote, directed, and starred in it, and it's really good like and even john mayer's in it <laughs> yeah and even john mayer's in it and i loved him in yeah. Chappelle show yeah so i mean it, <laughs> uh, but anyway yeah he was so, quite good on Chappelle. He was really um, good. As himself. Did, I, did i talk about the warrior that i missed Came i know the show? warriors you talk about 2011 the no oh. that movie it was uh, came out in 2011 with tom hardy and nick nolte oh maybe one of the best sports movies i have seen uh it's you know a little little fighting action um about two brothers there's a heart in it there's a story in it oh, yeah. I promise you, that's not I the will, only version of that story though is it I, I i promise you when you watch this if you don't cry you don't have a heart it is so it, it pulled all the strings how i miss this and all the things but a friend of mine i was sitting down having lunch and he said we started talking about like the best sports movies all time and started naming that. The best sports movies? Sports. Sports. Sports movies. Sports movies. You know, they came out. The s'mores and the s'mores were all together. You may be drunk. And so like, yeah. And so we were talking about it and then he threw this name out and I was like, I have never heard of this. Can't just at the one who plays Tom Hardy. I actually had a copy of it and I went to it. Somehow I'd bought it in a cotton something in a big collection. And I, and I had a copy and put it in and watched it. And I was like, wow. Now answer my next question. Joel Edgerton. I'd have seen parts of this movie. Yeah. Well, you got to watch the whole thing. It only works better if you do that. Joel Edgerton has a bad effect on me. Uh, he was the he pharaoh. Was he was the pharaoh in that like Christian Bale Moses movie. Yeah. Wait, what? There's a Christian Bale Moses movie? <laughs> yep. It was called Oops. <laughs> oh, wait. I think I remember that. Oops. Yeah, I yeah, dropped yeah. the commandments. <laughs> oh, you guys heard anything about the new nefarious? Yeah. Called Too Many Cooks. You guys heard about that? Too Many Cooks. There's an older one. This one's getting a lot of. I don't talk, even know about the old one. Uh, it's not being shown in a ton of theaters, but yeah, it's, there was uh, one. Great yeah. reviews. It's supposed to be pretty interesting, kind of modern modern take. Yeah, you know what it is. It's it's, it's a lot. Of- <laughs> it's getting a lot of talk, but it's not being shown. No, I think it's the. Yeah. Are people psychically like? Some of the, the I'm channeling a movie called. Don't want everybody to find out what this movie's all about. That's kind of the talk on the street right now with it. So they're not playing it everywhere. 
Yeah, they're not. They're not. Man, great marketing ploy. I just want to say. Yeah. 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 yeah that's a lot of movies called Nefarious. Looking this up. I have an idea for promoting our movie. Don't show it. Don't to go people. see it. Whatever you do, do not see this film. Do not it will definitely movie. turn your hair gray. Oh wait, wait! I already have Patrick. So yeah, uh, I've seen it twice. Almost every year, there's a nefarious that has come out. Wait a minute, Jonathan, is this a QAnon movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you make some really good points. I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's not a mystery. Ninety-five percent of Google users like this movie. Oh, it only gets a thirty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It gets a six point seven out of ten. Like ten percent, <laughs> and then you're like, "What the?" F-? And then like a hundred percent on like Renfield, hundred percent. Like what? Disclaimer: Jonathan was a huge fan of the film League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. It says Glenn Beck is in this movie. It says Glenn Beck is in this movie. That oh, can't I'm, be yeah, right. I'm, I'm good. That, so we'll, have to, we'll have to check it out. And since no one here <laughs> has seen this film, and it's all, all on speculation, <laughs> we'll move past that and go on to. Well, this is let's talk about it. movies that they do show to people. What's. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's not uh, in all of Spider Man. Well, what are the big summer That's movies? That's gonna be kick ass. I love the first one. Family. I love the first one was amazing. <laughs> oh god. Yes. Yeah. You got Fast and the Furious. Fast and the Furious Part Twenty Six opens this week. Family. Yeah, looking forward Fair to that. Blue. That's got that's got some really good. Um, uh, we've got a Flash right coming Everybody up. Seems to really like that one. Oh yeah, that. Oh, the little mermaid. And speaking of feelers, I feel that uh, Kent wants us to wrap this time up. To shut it down. <laughs> Let's wrap it up because it's about Patrick, time for Patrick to go to bed. And, uh, oh, it's past his bedtime. It's yeah. one minute past his bedtime now. Yeah. It's 6.30 two, two here right here. now. So, uh, <laughs> look, hey, it's been great. We want to thank Jonathan Bedford for being on here with <laughs> Man, us. Really, really it's great to have you awesome. back after uh, uh, seven <laughs> yeah. year hiatus. Yeah, baby. And we'll we'll have you again in another seven years. Yeah, what's your calendar look like? Twenty yeah, yeah, thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we literally asked everyone else. Don't worry. Well, we actually, we actually <laughs> just we stopped actually having guests. Origi- <laughs> we called the original Renfield. He's he was even denied that. That is true. Yeah. That is true. Blue, you weren't the first choice in your own great, house. Man. You're you lucky she was awesome. out of town. Thanks for having me. Yeah. We heard good things about Mary. Yeah. A lot, a lot of fun, and uh, and everybody else can appreciate it. And thanks for listening. Make sure you rate, subscribe, um, check out the website, and uh, hey, have a nice week. And we'll see you next time yeah, sure. with something special. Woo! Special. Like having a drink and talking films? Yup. The Adult Beverage Film Podcast is your go-to podcast. Join the conversation and listen to film industry producers, actors, directors, writers share all of their experiences in the film industry. Expand your mind into films you've already seen. Plus find new films to watch in the future. Visit adultbeverage.net or go to your favorite podcast platform and listen to Adult Beverage Film Podcast episodes today.